SpongeBob always comes at you honestly and sincerely, and it's like, yeah. what am I supposed to do with this? <laughs> you know, I can't, I can't motivate him in the ways that people are usually motivated. I'd be creative, exactly. All right. I can do is take advantage of him. Yeah, that's all I can do. <laughs> Welcome to SpongeBob Binge Pants, Nickelodeon's official podcast about all things SpongeBob. I'm Hector Navarro. And I'm Frankie Grande. Today, we have the honor of interviewing the one and only Mr. Clancy Brown, who plays Mr. Krabs on SpongeBob SquarePants. So I'm really excited to get into this interview and to hear what it is that makes Mr. Krabs tick. Clancy Brown is one of the most insane careers of yeah. an actor that you can ever look up. I was scrolling in his IMDb, got to the it bottom. It doesn't end. And the page said, there's no more internet left. So <laughs> that's, that's the type of IMDb that Clancy Brown has. So let's talk to Clancy Brown. What is it like having such a career like you've had and then having Mr. Krabs be one of the things that you are most iconic and most recognizable for? Well, I, I, I'll tell you exactly what it's like. When I go away to do a gig... You know, because I fall in love with the script or, you know, it just seems like a cool thing to do. And I'm out of town yeah. for a month or two and, and I come back. I always feel like I'm coming back to my real job. Yeah. I just feel like I've been away too long and I really, it makes me really appreciate everybody involved at Nick. It's a great thing to come home to. We've all been yeah. together for so long that uh, I don't know if they miss me, but I totally miss them. I totally <laughs> miss Tom and Roger. I and, think... I, I think it's safe to say that they miss you too, Clancy. We're revisiting the first season of SpongeBob all the way back in 1999. And Frankie and I are these fans who get to talk to you guys, the incredible cast, the directors, the storyboard artists, everybody that we've talked to. The main takeaway is that you guys care about each other. You care about the show. You're protective of these characters. You're protective of the show itself. Because we're talking about these early episodes, you got to tell us about how the heck you booked this job. What was this audition like? How do you, I mean, this, this, is, this is in the 90s, you're Shawshank Redemption, and then you're doing VO, you're, you're Lex Luthor and Superman, and then Mr. Krabs, and where did this voice come from? And it's just, to, as a fan of your work, it feels a little unexpected, but tell us about how you got this part. I got married and I and I had a baby and I sort of said to my agents, I really want to spend time at home. I don't want to always be going away. He said, "Okay, you can do this, but you really got to do it. You, you know, you got to wear a beeper yeah. back in the beeper days." And I said, "I'm not wearing a beeper. I will show up though <laughs> to auditions." So I, so I showed up to auditions and um, and uh, met Donna Grillo on. I think she was doing Cow and Chicken or something. And I was, you know, wow. I'm not, I wasn't good at it. I'm not good the way Tom is good or Bill or, or, or Roger. I don't have that facility. I don't, I'm not that, not that loose. And I sure wasn't loose back then. At the end of the day, I was just saying, I don't care what I'm cast at. I just love being in a room with these dudes because it's so much fun. So Donna, she was the one that was casting uh, SpongeBob. And so she pitched this to my agent and I came in and I said, well, what am I supposed to do with this thing? Before I go in, I said, hey, you know, I don't know. He's like a crab. He's like a, just do like a pirate voice. What do you think a crab sounds like? <laughs> so I just kind of did, the, you know, the, can you eat crabby kind of thing? You know, he did a little, I think I had a little piratey accent, actually. And it, it wasn't like any other audition I was at because Steve was just sitting in a conference room with a little tape recorder. 
and I had worked up the, the sides that he did. And he said, okay, great. And he tried it like this and try it like that. And so I did it different ways. Then he just said, okay, just now let's see what you got. You go crazy. Just see what you got. I said, <laughs> I said to him, I said, Steve, you're, you're the director, right? And he said, yes. <laughs> I said, well, then you have to direct me. <laughs> and he yeah. was kind of at a loss. So it was, it was very eggshelly in the beginning with me, which was weird because I didn't know why Steve was be- treading so lightly around me. I really, I really craved yeah. his input because I'm just not as facile yeah. as, as Tom and Bill and or certainly confident behind the mic at that point as they were. Every time, every take, I would look over at him and he would be like, what's he looking at me for? Stop looking at me. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy. We get to talk to everybody on the show and everyone's like, I get to go to the grocery store and no one knows who I am. You know, I'm not, I'm not mm-hmm. swarmed by fans mm-hmm. everywhere that I go, but you have kind of a different experience because you are so recognizable um, as a person from your other work, as well as you being yeah. Mr. Krabs. Um, so what, I mean, you are. <laughs> Foggerboggy for sure at that point was. I mean, oh, Fogger, yes. Foggerboggy yeah. was recognized by everybody because he's coming yes, off coaching. For sure. So he was the guy. Me, people were just, they would leave me alone because they, you know, I know that guy and I don't have a good feeling about that guy. Because you're mean in your movies. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So people get nervous. (laughs) That sounded like hatch doors. Do you smell it? That smell. A kind of smelly smell. A smelly smell that smells. Smelly. Anchovies. Well, let's talk about Mr. Krabs and that amazing voice that you auditioned with and you got the part with. Was there a moment in his early appearances where something happened that kind of made it really click for you in terms of who this character is, who this guy is, or did it happen right away? Even with you just, you know, reading the audition and doing the first episode, Help Wanted, you know, or was it something that was a little gradual? Well, I think it was kind of gradual for all of us. I think everybody got got comfortable writing it and and started Mm -hmm. hearing the voices of the characters. I think One Crab's Trash really sort of like clicked everything into into Mr. Krabs, that episode. SpongeBob, just the man I wanted to see. Still playing with that dumb old hat, eh? Yep. Not sick of that boring old hat yet? Nope. Not even a little tired of that old piece of junk? Mm-mm. Not even a teensy tiny bit? Nope. Well then, I guess you don't want to see what's in my bag. Help Wanted was really, it was kind of, it's kind of a mean <laughs> kind of thing because, yeah. <laughs> because Krabs and Squidward are kind of trying to make fun of this guy. Yeah. But, but he comes and he he saves the day and drives a wedge between Squidward and I. <laughs> you know, yeah, we, we had such a lovely relationship before. That was the finest fast foodsmanship I've ever seen, Mister Squarepants. Welcome aboard. But but Mister Crab. Three cheers for SpongeBob. Hip hip. All right, Mister Crab. All right. I mean, you send him on the most ridiculous fool's errand of all time, and he right. comes back with it. And he comes back with it. <laughs> He comes back with, with the hydrodynamic yeah. special with port and starboard attachments. Port and starboard it's so crazy. Indeed. He's making it up as he goes along. And, you know, it just <laughs> proves that the, the quantum multiverse is everywhere. 
Yes. And some of us can pass it's, through it. SpongeBob can pass through it and find whatever <laughs> whatever we can conceive of. Clancy, what a great sci-fi explanation for how SpongeBob gets away with everything he gets away with. And I think we did that in the, in the second movie, didn't we? Didn't we do some oh, multiverse yes. stuff? Is there anything that you would like to see happen that has mm, not happened that's yet? Yes. Good question. For Eugene. I'm always looking forward to the scripts because I just want to see where it goes. I get bored when he's just kind of a functionary that says, you know, get back to work and you know, watch me sure. money and all that stuff. Uh, when it's really has, when I really have something to do it's a lot of fun and they really like dug in with uh, plankton a lot and i love yeah. being plankton i yeah. think there was one episode where there was like a hybrid crabs plankton and i got to do i got to do my <laughs> mr lawrence imitation which was a lot of fun That's so great. <laughs> taking over this restaurant hooray for plank crab he's the best boss ever and kicking crabs out on his booty. <laughs> but, but how? All it took me, Heidi, was a hearty handshake. The world's most persuasive handshake, that is. It's me latest creation. Put her there, matey. I mean, it's so fun because we get to see you explore your, a father-daughter relationship. And then we get to also see yeah. you perform, like a, a businessman and then also um, an enemy. And then we also get to see you be in love. We've seen yeah. so many sides to Mr. Krabs. Did you put some of yourself into the, the character as you discover all these new things? Well, now that you mention it. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I'm a wonderful father and lover and everything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I love the fact that he has a daughter because I actually I actually had a baby daughter that I used to bring to sessions when she was in kindergarten. Oh, wow. Right? That was a play date for her friends. They would come and sit and and they would color in these the storyboards. That's you know? so cool. Back in the day we printed out the storyboards and so the kids could sit down there and and color it, and they were they were all so great to allow that to happen, and uh, that is so, so cool. There's that, and, and I'm not a very good businessman, which I don't think Mr. Krabs is a very good businessman. He's, no, he's not. He's, he's not really good. <laughs> Let's uh, be honest. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I, yeah, you know. What was the other thing? Oh, being in love. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I've been mm -hmm. in love with my wife for a long time, but we don't see my there you wife, go. so. We don't know that story. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still wondering what that story is. What is that story? There you go. Yeah, yeah Pearl's mom. That's right. That may be a nice. That may be a nice mystery to explore. I don't know. There's a lot of layers to Crab. He's a softy. He's a soft show. Yeah. yeah. When it comes down to it, he's a soft show. <laughs> Clancy. feel like the connection there between Mr. Krabs and other characters you've played is you have also played very complex authority oh. figures and you've been really, really good at it. I mean, is that something that like you knew early in your career? You're like, I, I'm really good at playing this type of guy and that's why maybe I can absolutely nail this Mr. Krabs thing or or those... <laughs> Am I, am I reading too much I think into this, you're Clancy? Reading way too much into it. <laughs> no, I, you know it's funny that you call him an authority figure because he's such a screw up. I mean, you know, a he's, doofus. Yeah, yeah, he's kind of a doofus, yeah. and the, he's only an authority figure as far as he's allowed to be by. But yeah, I mean, you know, Pearl, he's not an authority figure at all. But he, as mm -hmm. far as he's allowed to be by Squidward and and SpongeBob. We need a gimmick to bring in customers. 
Do you lovers have any ideas? I've got one. A free pair of socks with every purchase. <clears throat> or maybe double patty midnight madness. Oh, 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 I know, I know, I know. How about mouthful of clams day? Everyone who shows up with a mouthful of clams gets a free drink. Huh? Huh? Well, uh, I was thinking more along the lines of live entertainment. <gasps> That's it, a floor show. No, wait, a talent show with your host, me. We were talking to Roger Bumpus, and he was talking about how he put, pitched the recumbent bike into Squidward's character. <laughs> What's you, the pitch? You, I mean, he had one. <laughs> he was, yeah, well, he was he had one. That's it. around Toluca exactly. Lake and Burbank all the time. Is, is there anything that Mr. Krabs does that you do? As a person, or that, like, you know, that managed to weasel its way into the cartoon? They don't ever look forward to negotiating with me and my agent. I know that. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I know that's true. To kind of step back and look at the entirety of this character, in your own words, Clancy, what makes Eugene Krabs work so well as a character? Because he is more than just a simple antagonist for SpongeBob. The alchemy that Steve put together, I mean, I really. I can't quite figure it out. I mean, every now and then I'll stumble across something that I think might explain it. You know, lately I'm sort of into this hierarchy of needs. You have the physiological, and then you have the uh, safety and security, and then uh, that's the next level. And then you have love and belonging, and then uh, esteem. esteem. Mm -hmm. And then after that you get into the high hierarchies, like cognitive and self-actualization, stuff like that. So you got Patrick, who's sort of the physiological, you know, <laughs> he's the elemental guy. He's got the appetites that mm -hmm. have to be fulfilled. And then Krabs is yes. the security and safety, because, you know, all he cares about is his business and all the rest of that. And then and then SpongeBob. you got love and belonging, which is wow. SpongeBob right in the middle. And then and then esteem would be Squidward. And then, you know, all the higher things, the self-actualizations would be Sandy and, 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 and Plankton and stuff like that. I love that. I think. I mean, it's, it's my latest thing. and I'm trying to unlock the genius that was Hillenburg. You know, it's very hard. <laughs> very hard to do that. Do you have a favorite dynamic to play when you're playing Krabs? You talked about the relationships with the different characters, whether it's Krabs' romance with Mrs. Puff, management over the, the, the Krusty Krab, or Camp Coral. I love Mrs. Puff. I, I love that. I love when we get back and forth with, with Plankton. You mm -hmm. know, when Mr. Lawrence is usually, if he writes it, it's really fun. <laughs> it's really, you know, he gets all the good lines, but I, you know, I'm totally content right. being the straight man. Avashi, Patty Pirate! This is no ghost. This is Plankton stealing me booty! Hear me, Krabs. When I discover your formula for Krabby Patties, I'll run you out of business. I went to college. Mary Jo is so wonderful. She's terrific, and 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 she's so funny, and we all laugh so much when she's in there. I think she gets a little self-conscious because we're laughing so hard. And she is who she is, right? She goes on cruises, and she's you know she's just a lovely person. Oh, Mr. Krabs, this dinner has been so wonderful. The coral was cooked to perfection. Oh, I don't think I could eat another bite. Oh, I doubt that, my little shrimp boat. <laughs> You're spoiling me, Mr. Krabs. I mean, foot rubs between courses, caricatures, imported music. 
Clancy, you you get this asked all the time, I'm sure. Are you guys just constantly cracking up because everybody is so funny in that booth? Pretty much. It, but, you know, we're kind of used to each other's jokes. Like, you know, Tom is yeah. an old stand-up. And so, you know, he he's always coming in with something <laughs> clever and, and everything. But what, you know, what usually sets us off is like a particular mm. reading, something that, that Roger says <laughs> under his breath or adds at the end of a, <laughs> of a line. And we have to, you know, we have to not do the spit take because we don't want to ruin the... The whole take. We, that's why I'm craving to get back in the studio with those guys. Now you're doing Camp Coral, which is so fun. You get to play a different era of Mr. Krabs. What has that been like? He's more the authority figure in that in that iteration, I think, than any than any of the other ones. Um, yeah, exactly. He's Camp Master Krabs. <laughs> we get to see how lazy he is. Yes. In, in Camp Coral, how much how much he depends on the staff to take care of these these little kids all the time, and to see him interact with some of the characters and the kids. <laughs> Do you ever punk people with the Mister Krabs voice? Yeah, well, inadvertently, because you know, some somebody will come up and say, you know, can you can you do yeah. it for my little girl say happy birthday to as mr krabs or something and and i'll do it and then all yeah. of a sudden you know everybody kind of turns around because it's not my real it's not my natural <laughs> yeah. voice and everybody turns around and goes, oh my god where did that come from <laughs> carolyn lawrence mentioned that krabs greed is one of the show's most mature features. Do you think that she was spot on? Is that something that like adults can kind of recognize and relate to in the show while still laughing at the stories? Yes, if adults relate to anything in with Mr. Krabs, it's it's how frustrated he gets at the simplicity of the people he has to deal with. Not in a bad way, but like SpongeBob always comes at you honestly and sincerely, and it's yep. like, yeah. what am I supposed to do with this? You know, how am I, I supposed to run a business? I can't motivate him in the ways that <laughs> people right. use. That's right. He's got to be creative. Exactly. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All I can do yeah. is take advantage of him. <laughs> That's all I can do. <laughs> Frank and I have had this in immense pleasure of talking to you guys and and getting to reflect on everything in those early seasons would love to ask about the future where else can we go from here oh there's tons of things to do <laughs> you know we've only lived in bikini bottom this whole time there's the you know there's yeah. all sorts of places to explore there's many, many more sea creatures to discover, and only if the original cast can do it. Let's be clear. I mean, yeah, we have to keep <laughs> yeah. doing this until you know, until we're exactly. 120, until Tom yeah. drops dead. That's, <laughs> yeah, we all have That's to keep <laughs> Tom going. We have to keep propping Tom up. Absolutely, vitamins and stuff like that. Manuka honey, I hear, is wonderful. Just yeah. send him lots of manuka honey. <laughs> exactly. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Greek yogurt, manuka Perfect. honey. Yeah, good idea. I just wanted to say on behalf of Hector and I, like how much joy you've brought to our lives with yes. Mr. Krabs and oh. with your involvement on SpongeBob. Clancy, huge thanks. Sincerely, this has been so much fun. Uh, you are a delight to talk to and super, super funny. No. And this is going to be a great episode. You're a delight to You're talk to. You're a delight. To. No. It's been so much fun. <laughs> You're a delight. <laughs> Clancy Brown, what an amazing person and what such good heart. Clancy, I think, maybe more than any one guest individually, has so like nailed the alchemy of what each of these characters bring to the yes. table, bringing up the hierarchy of needs theory 
uh, it was next level. That was well, next he's level. An so an actor. Yes. So you can say that he's brought his actor status into <laughs> Mr. Krabs, which I absolutely love and adore. Like he yeah. takes this stuff so seriously, and I think that it is it comes through. Um, and I love that it is still funny. It's so yeah. funny. He's like so you can funny. do a lot of research, and it and it can lead to a really funny outcome, which I think is fabulous. There are few cartoon characters. Period. Funnier than Mr. Krabs. I agree. So, Huge thanks again to Clancy for spending some time with us. Guys, let us know what you thought about that discussion. What was your favorite part of us talking with Clancy Brown? Let us know. In the meantime, have a fantastic rest of your day and week, and we'll see you next time on SpongeBob Binge Pants. Bye.